we've been shouting them out the last couple of episodes. Might as well get it going now. The Chris Evans episode, episode number 46. And we're doing it after a Bears win. Clubbed up. Chris Evans. Coleman for the Chris What did I say? Chris Evans? You call him Chris Evans. Ain't that Captain America or Captain Planet? <laughs> you got Marvel on the mind. <laughs> Damn, Chris Evans, man. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, Club Dub is back open third time this season. After the Bears go ahead and defeated the Carolina Panthers, what was it, sixteen or thirteen on Thursday Night Football? You called it on the under. Yeah, <laughs> easy. They easy were well. Oh. <laughs> I was why I didn't start watching the game until the, uh, about the half uh, halftime. I cut a uh, you know. Amazon lets you start the game off. At Shout the out to Amazon Prime for that, because I've definitely caught up to some Thursday night games well after they started. Shout out to Amazon Prime for that. I definitely yeah. like being able to control when I start watching the game. And I definitely yeah. like to have that fast forward button through the commercials, because that Bears-Panthers game, that was brutal enough. I don't have to. I don't want to sit through commercials with it and, and hearing <laughs> Al Michaels. Man, Al Michaels is a legend, but Man, I couldn't. I, I I didn't want to hear any more about Tyson Badgett on a handstand. Like, what is he a stripper now? The Tyson Badgett love stories, infatuations, it's 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 too much now. What else can he that do? Was Fish. So... That, was... <laughs> that was crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of hearing Tyson Badgett. <laughs> Fun facts. <laughs> they gonna they gonna sell you this guy, man. They gonna. Dope, man. They're gonna force Tyson down your throat. I know you're gonna hit me with the pause, but they're forcing him down your throat. That's a huge pause. <laughs> that is he he's he is going down your throat. You're gonna know everything about him from being a, a, a avid NBA 2K fan to one day when he was 12 years old, his dad took him to a, a game and he saw LeBron James in his rookie year or something. I'm gonna just say this. I'll put this out there right now early. I want no smoke with Daddy Badger. No smoke. But why are we watching highlights of his of his dad arm wrestling? Why is that in the game? Why is that in the game? Another thing, we just said shout out to Prime, but I got I got some bones to pick. Why is Jason Kelsey there? For a quarter. He has nothing to do with this game. And and then <laughs> Al Michael tell us that Jason Kelsey has brought glamour to the center position. Don't nobody care about no center in the no. NFL. Nobody cares about the big dude hiking the ball. Just don't mess up. Nobody cares about him. It's a thankless position. It's always going to be thankless. That's why you don't have uh, Taylor Swift and your brother does. You bend over, someone puts their hand underneath your butt, and you give them the ball. That's it. That's it. And you know what? I I'm glad you brought that up. I'm tired of the Kelseys. I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, I'm, I'm fed up. They got they got Travis and Taylor Taylor Swift. They shoving that down my throat, and then now now Jason Kelsey's uh, he's showing up to Bears games and going to the Wiener Circle and they and buying putting hot two hot dogs in his mouth and that and that, and then again they called him the sexiest man alive. Give me a break. What's going on? I I am tired of the Kelseys. Get rid of them what's, all. What's going on is Jason Kelsey is going to be the next media member, and he's just setting that up. If if you had to ask, was he going to retire at the end of this year? I think that was your, think that was your indication. Jason's not coming back uh, next year, Philly fans. He's just the number one. He's in the wheel for his next 
They got the number they one do? podcast, so they go oh, yeah, he... number one sports podcast. Him and his brother, they going <laughs> they circle the wagons on all this. They got that. You yeah, got they that get popular. Money. Yeah, they getting money. They getting money exposure. They got that uh, that movie on Amazon. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's and, and you know they like I said, I'm getting tired of listening to it. If if I hear one more interview from Mama Kelsey or Papa Kelsey about how nice Taylor Swift is or something other. You know nonsense that I don't care about. I came to watch this football game, and it's between the Bears and the Panthers, and I'm getting Kelsey overload, Kelsey and Badger. One of them got to go, and I'm I'm glad what a right rough, now. What a rough Thursday night. Rough Thursday, but at least if one of them got to go, I'm glad. It, I'm glad it's our undrafted division two quarterback. He goes back to the bench after this week. You did good, kid. Two wins out of four starts. That's better than anybody would have expected. Definitely. Did we dodge Proud a bullet of... not taking Bryce Young? Did we dodge? Is it uh, too early to say that? Nah, I think it's too early. I think they showed the graphic in the game. Uh, all those rookie. I think the last what number one? What five? Last five quarterbacks that took number one. They all had terrible records their rookie year. Burrow. Trevor Lawrence. Um, I forget the other showed up. Out there, though. I mean, there was a couple times where there was a couple times where I looked and, and it seemed like his size definitely was a liability in terms of seeing over both the offensive line and the defensive line. It seemed like he had to he had to get out of the pocket to see the field. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. Um, I think with, with with that situation, you're gonna have to be creative, moving the pocket and finding angles with what you do with Bryce Young because he's just too small to stand in the pocket and just deliver. I think it, I think it can be a success, but I think you're gonna have to be creative with, with what you do with Bryce. I remember during the draft process, they were saying how they were saying he was small for a quarterback, and I'm like, you know, I, I brushed it off because I knew. One, my team wasn't drafted, so I didn't really care. And B, and two, we had Russell, we got Kyler. I mean, it's, it's you, you can you can listen. If Bryce is five ten and Russell is five set five eleven, somebody lying. That's somebody my point. Lying. Somebody no, lying. He looked. I, I don't know. Again, this might be because Amazon got super cameras or something. But Bryce, Bryce Young looked extremely small out there on that field yesterday. I was, I was like. Very, very. Uh, that, that's why oh, I say man. somebody got to be lying because Russell five eleven and, and Bryce five ten. That's not the, that's not one inch. No, that's not that's, that's not a one inch difference. We seen Russell. I never felt like Russell was too small to see over the line of scrimmage. I feel like you know with Russell being five eleven, yeah, you're gonna get some batted balls at the line of scrimmage. But I don't I didn't feel like it was gonna be such a detriment to him. They not the same. That can't be. I don't know who's measuring people at the combine, but uh. They messed that one up. Yeah, they definitely did. Uh, yeah, but speaking speaking of him rolling out the pocket, he rolled out the pocket with pretty with, with pretty good ease against the Bears. Uh, he I think he converted four first downs just scrambling. It looked like the Bears didn't want yeah, to attack yeah. anybody for for a couple of times. Uh, shout out to Jalen Johnson. There was one brutal one in the first drive where Jalen needs to try. Um, is he preserving his body for free agency? Is that what's going on? <laughs> Jalen's just trying to get through these last few games to get the free agency, get to the bag. 
I don't think you hurt yourself hitting Bryce Young. So I mean, probably man. He probably was like, you know what? This is a fine. If I touch him, that's a fine. I'm gonna just let that one go. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe he thought maybe this was child endangerment. <laughs> child abuse. <laughs> Who's this kid running on the field? <laughs> Security. <laughs> uh, the Bears, they did win 16-13. They did exactly. They did the things that they do well again. They ran the ball 37 times, 133 yards, had a touchdown, the only offensive score of the entire game. And they stopped the run. Um, the Bears are leading the league in yard per, uh, yard per carries given up. And they only gave – they only let the Panthers run for 43 yards on 16 carries. I think we yeah, could have expected I'm, that coming in. I'm telling you, Cody Dillon has been doing a good job in the middle, but it wasn't just him. Uh, Montez Sweat really set the edge. Uh, mm. I, I, I like that guy. He got some pressure. He didn't get home. But uh, him and – Nagakwe, they uh they forced Bryce to step up uh late in the game in a critical second. Justin Jones ended up cleaning up, but it was it was really sweat and and Nagakwe getting pressure off the edge that caused that sack. When Al Michaels and Herbstry wasn't talking about Tyler Badger, they was talking about Montez Sweat a lot last night. Uh he was making his impact. I feel like we've got one. I'm crossing my fingers. I don't want to get too overly excited. I feel like we have a player who can be, who can make impact, you know, every time you look up. That's, we've been missing that on the defensive side of the ball. I, since yeah. Roquan, uh, it looked good. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, preface this. It was against the Panthers. The Panthers are desperate for, desperate for talent. Yeah, even offensive line is a mess. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to I just want to see it continue to build. Uh, it would have been bad if we lost this game because that guy on the sideline with the headset, our head coach, it was going to be cooked if he lost that game. And I'm glad the D offense kept getting cooked a little bit. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. The offense, uh, we kept drilling, but we kept coming down. We got a field goal here, field goal there, field goal there, and finally punched it in in the in the fourth quarter. Finally got that one score that pretty much game pretty much sealed the game. The defense held Carolina to a field goal on their last offensive drive, and that was it. Game, game over. Carolina scored their only only non field goal special points teams. on special teams. With an X bear, the X bear, the X bear accounted for all the pan X bears accounted for all the, the Panthers points. Yeah, Irv Smith, Marcel. In case you guys forgot, uh, in the Bears' road game against the Vikings last year, he's the one who fumbled when the Bears were driving to either take the lead or tie the game. In case you remember, he got way shortly after that. Irv Marcel. It was really a revenge game. I think all the points were, were scored by ex-Bears and ex-Panthers. No, no, no. And, uh, and Marset. Panero, Marset, Foreman scored against his former team. Uh, well, I guess our kicker, Santos, he, I don't think he's played for the Panthers. But, uh, yeah, revenge game. Shout out to Panero, man. He uh, Remember that he missed the field goal pretty badly in the uh, beginning. I think that, that was in the third quarter. 
Uh, yeah, they they. I was kind of confused what they would go for. I think it was a fifty-five yarder or a fifty-nine yarder. It was a fifty. It was a fifty yarder, and I think they got a flag, and then they had that. They moved him back. You yeah. might you might be right. I think they. I think he did miss the uh the, the next attempt as well. Yeah, he hit it. He hit it initially, and then they flagged, and he moved. They moved either back to fifty-nine or fifty-five. As a guy who's watched a lot of Eddie Pinero, a pretty good kicker, but he did not have. He, he never struck me as a guy that had leg strength. So I was a bit surprised they would test his range beyond fifty yards. I felt like Pinero was 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 good fifty about fifty to fifty-two yards and in. Never and got that was, it. I would try that far. That was middle of the fourth when he missed that fifty-yard field goal. If he had hit it, we doing a different show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had probably ended up going into halftime, and you know, you don't know what happens then. Uh, I, I don't even want to think about it because at that point, I'm telling everybody, don't show up to work. Don't show up to work. I'm t- pose on down. Pose Iberflus, Getsy. And whoever the everybody special teams coach is, everybody got your, no. Clear your lockers. Simulate Turn in your tablets. Simulate it. We're in the matrix anyway, so just, <laughs> just NFL script writers, just let us know what happens the rest of the year. Oh man, yeah, that that would have been that would have been yuck. We'd have had Carolina and Chicago would have been added two wins. If you look at the Giants' remaining schedule, I don't think you can say with certainty that where they are, where they have a next win coming. Um, With Danny DeVito out there, quarterback, you know, I love him. And what's he in Home Alone? Love Danny uh, DeVito in Home Alone. Uh, I I wouldn't want him as my quarterback unless I'm trying to change for a better quarterback. That's clearly – Danny DeVito is a a plant. He's there to secure the bag for the Giants. They're Drake May or Kayla Williams' bag. And he's going to get it done. That was Joe Pesci in Home Alone. <laughs> Danny DeVito, Joe Pesci. <laughs> Little Italian men. <laughs> What's the difference? They're interchangeable. No <laughs> Al Pacino in there, too. <laughs> no, you can't do that. <laughs> now you've right, gone too far. I've gone too far with the Godfather. Okay, okay. All right. Well, DeVito and, and the first part of the DeVito and, and Pesci are the same interchangeable people. You remember DeVito from Taxi, Batman Returns, always That's Sunny right. in Philadelphia. He played, the bat- he, played the, he played the Penguin, right? Right. Okay. Right, right. I right. feel like, yeah, yeah, I feel like they're pretty much the same people. Penguin, <laughs> Urban Marv, what's the difference? Pesci's always in the mob movies and Home Alone. Shout out, shout out to Batman, one of the, one of the great superheroes. <laughs> He's not a super. I feel like, not a super. He's not a superhero. That's, I feel like Batman is Titan Beijing. <laughs> like I feel like they're almost the same people. Overrated. Neither have pop, Neither got powers, but people love them, and people swear. <laughs> <laughs> neither have any powers, but people love them, and they celebrate them, and they will tell you they belong to sit at the table with the QB ones, aka superheroes. You know what? That's an excellent analogy. Let's stay there with Badger. Let's grade his should be last start of the season uh, against a defense who is, I, I would tell you, is not a good defense. He didn't look, he didn't look good at all. No, he missed 
Oh, he missed. He had a badness. Tyler Scott was streaking down the middle of the field on a seam route. It was, could have been a seam route or a post route, but he was wide open. Mm-hmm. He he had he had beat the defense, and you could have just. It was a layup of a throw for a starting quarterback, and yeah. Bajant missed him or just didn't pull the trigger. And yeah, there were some incompletions there on short passes, which mm. uh, he got the win. But this might have been the worst I've seen Bajant look. Yeah, man. Yeah. My favorite saying: "Water always finds his level." And we got to remember, he's undrafted. He's from a he's from a school that I don't I didn't know where the school was the last night when they said somewhere in Pennsylvania or Western Pennsylvania, something like that. I don't know. I thought Shepard um, was in the IHSA. I could have swore they were in 8A or 7A battling the Mount Carmels and the downstate powers of, of, of Illinois, but uh, apparently it's a uh, collegiate program. Nah, I would have never thought he was a, battling Mount Carmel. I, I'd have figured out where he was if, if he was playing Mount Carmel or something like that, or De La Salle, somebody like that. Um, yeah, shout, again, shout out to Prime. Prime Vision is where I love to watch the game on that that screen. Uh, I'm watching. It's like watching all 22. You got the wide vision. You got the uh, route combinations coming up. And I'm watching guys run open. And Badgett is, you know, he was looking really indecisive. And you called it out. He, he was missing throws a lot on third downs. The guys running some right down the middle throws. of the field. Yeah. This is some easy I, throws. I remember one pass. DJ Moore ran across, ran a, a drag across the field. And the uh, the linebacker left him. He broke off and left DJ. DJ's got his hand up. He got both hands up like, hey, bro, I'm wide open. And Bad- then you go back to look at Badger. Badger has the ball for like a count and a half more. And then he throws the ball deep to, I believe it was Tyler Scott, and it was a bad pass. Uh, no chance of being completed. And yeah. DJ was – DJ had – DJ was – it was like an eight-yard pass to DJ, and DJ had at least 20 yards of, of grass in front of him. Yeah, it, it was – it was rough. Um, it got again. cringy when we kept having to hear um, Badgents. He's not turning the ball over. We, we've set the bar low when, when, when we look at a guy who's not taking chances down the field, and the reward is he's not turning the ball over. We know what that is. Um, they, it, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a nice, it's a nice story for Tyson Badger. But even Kirk Herbstreit was calling out like, "Hey, look, I mean, the guy's footwork is pretty bad tonight. He's he's not set. He's not set. He's not climbing the pocket. And these are things he was doing well. His first, I'll give him two starts. He was he yeah. was getting the ball back foot, climb the pocket, deliver the ball, or you know, being decisive when he when he snuffed out of snuffed ball. out of, uh, yeah. some pressure coming pre snap, got rid of the ball. I didn't see anything he did last night that I that I was impressed with." Um, um his, his, he scrambled his post- for a couple of he had a couple of nice scrambles, but he, he's he's a guy that's got mobility. But even that wasn't as uh what did he rush for yesterday? Tyson Badgett rushed for twelve yards. Wow. Okay, Six maybe I saw that twelve yards. Oh, he didn't run the ball very effectively. That's not, okay. Yeah, everything seems to be um, – you get more film on a guy like that and defenses adjust to how they play him. Uh, um, like I said before, the Tyson Badgett era even began. It's a guy with limited tools. So um, 
if you're one of those people that are saying, well, Justin Fields has had this many starts and the agent's still a rookie. No, no, because there, there, there's not upside with Tyson Bajan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have the arm talent, the tools, the athleticism was, I, th- I think the athleticism more was surprising than I think it was effective or good. I think um, in terms of mobility, he's probably, if you rank all the quarterbacks in the league, he probably would be a starting quarterback. He would probably be in the middle of the pack or towards the end of the middle of the pack. If you look at starting quarterbacks, the thing is, I think in the, in, in, in the Raiders game, the Vikings game, they didn't know what to expect. But if you look around the league, is he a better athlete than Fields, Lamar Jackson, even Joshua Dobbs, uh, Zach Wilson? You look at Russell Wilson, you Josh Allen, you Jalen Hurts at seven, Dak, even though he doesn't run as much. Um, out of starting quarterbacks, who, who would he probably be more mobile than the, the Staffords of the world? Tyler Heineke, uh, Heineke, whatever his name is, uh, who's now starting for Desmond Ritter, who was a better athlete than Bajan. So, yeah, there, there's, there's, there's definitely limitations on, on what Bajan can do. It sounds like you're telling me that Bajan isn't isn't special. No, there's not even. I don't think he even has. Uh, I don't even think there's the offense you could design around him, which could be effective. Like there's some guys out there who, well, you got guys like Pat Mahomes, which is extraordinary. Doesn't matter what type of offense you put him in, and you got guys like Lamar who do certain things extraordinary. And you design an offense around that, what he does well. Jalen Hurts, what he does well. Uh, even even Justin Fields, uh, you can get him in space. Uh, he has pretty good touch on 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 the deep ball. There, there are things you can design to get him effective. Josh Allen, too, that's another guy. But I don't think there's any type of offense you could design around Tyson Bajan besides running the ball well. Um, and not with his legs, but running the ball well and playing good defense. That's been the hallmark of his two victories. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, in the, in the games he's won, the defense did not allow a touchdown. Um, a lot of quarterbacks are going to win the majority of their games if their defense does not give up a touchdown. Sorry, Jets fans. I know you all want to kill Zach Wilson right now, but other than Zach Wilson, most quarterbacks will win if their defense doesn't give up a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, that's no lie there. Um, yeah. Anybody that's still saying, you know, let's, let's start Bajan for the rest of the year. Yeah, let's continue with the teabag experience. You, I, I, I don't believe you're watching the game, honestly. He's gotten, he's no. gotten progressively worse. Each, you're each, making a narrative. Each start. Right. You're making a narrative. And and you're letting politics get in your way of evaluating football. I want to I want to caution everybody to not make to not uh make wild comparisons. Like he came in and he looked good when he when he in the Vikings game. I, I the the. The people ran to say he's our Brock. He's the next Brock Purdy, and Rest. he looked good against the expectations that we placed on him. Because if you go back and look at the Vikings game, it was not a good performance. It was just feel good. He 
came and brought a little energy, excitement, gave you an illusion of a comeback, but ultimately, no, it was not good. It was no. not good if you go back and look at it. No, it wasn't. It was it was better than what we had seen in that game. We were, yeah, we just were moving not good at all either. Right. We were we were moving the chains. That felt good for that game. Right. And the comparisons, we 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 as sports fans, we like to try to make everything seem one to one. Brock Purdy, he was a he was drafted. That's the first thing. He was drafted. Brock, yes. Brock Purdy was a starter in the Big Ten. In the Big Ten. The, a premier football conference. Tyson and Purdy Magic. could have went a round or two earlier and nobody would have batted an eye. Uh, Purdy just was the victim of circumstances um, and team needs. But Purdy right. could have went in the sixth round or the fifth round. Nobody would have batted it in I. He just ended up being Mr. Irrelevant, but he was a guy that could have been a fifth or sixth round pick. He had the ability. Exactly. exactly. The, the hill that Ty, the, the reason why I'm pointing this out is the hill that Tyson Badger has to climb to just be eye level with Brock Purdy is enormous. I don't want anybody after four after three starts and four games to make to to put them on the same level. It takes not. a lot. It takes a lot. And the if you're paying attention, if you're just watching this game, if you're just watching them play objectively, you're watching the, the, the you're watching the hill that he's supposed to be climbing, he's going the other direction. Yeah. It just so happens the Bears were a three-win team last year and they got a three-win team schedule that is soft. He's not he's not going up against, you know, the type of gauntlet that Purdy has to go up against. So no. let's not even let's let's put a let's put a let's put a stop to that comparison. Therefore, at that point, and let's go back to trying to try to see where our high our our quarterback that we paid a lot for because we did trade up to get Justin Fields. Justin Fields, yeah. a starter, also a starter in the Big Ten, a successful starter, mind you, for not not just a school in a preeminent conference, but possibly the best school in the nation. We got to figure what we got out with that. And Time's if we out. had if we had lost that game, we'd need him to we'd need him to become him more than more than we even understand because we'd we'd have put ourselves pretty much out of the Caleb sweepstakes. We needed yeah, given the given the Panthers a second win, yeah, yeah, we'd have put ourselves out of that steep sweepstakes, and then at that point we'd have either we'd have caught ourselves reaching again. You don't. Yeah. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. So what you what, when we come to the draft, you're looking at Bo Nix or McCarthy, and I'm not. I'm. There's nothing right now telling me that Bo Nix is is more NFL proven or not not NFL proven, but will be a better NFL player than Justin Fields. I'm and not I think that's the thing that. we got to remember when we look at these. Uh, you know, everybody 
was ready to move on to the Justin Fields uh, era. You got to remember, Justin Fields led it up his last year in Ohio State, too. I think to the tune of 42 touchdowns, five interceptions, 43 mm-hmm. touchdowns, five interceptions. So when you compare these prospects, you got to look at what they look like compared to Justin Fields. Now, obviously, Kayla Williams is um, labeled a can't-miss prospect. Uh, I don't know if that's to be true. I do think he is highly, highly talented. I think there's a very strong – I think he probably uh, I think he probably would grade out as a little better prospect than Fields is. But when you start getting after Kayla Williams, a lot of those guys, their collegiate careers, their collegiate seasons, it looks a lot Justin Fields like. You know, I think Michael Penix has the most experience, and that might be attractive to a team that might distinguish him because he's throwing a lot of passes. And he's been in college mm-hmm. six or seven years. Penix, Penix has been, been buying beer and alcohol on that campus for the underclassmen and the freshmen for years. Who's, I don't, who's older, Michael Penix Jr. or Velas Jones? I knew you were going to bring up that name. Um, I think they're the same age. <laughs> so Velas Jones didn't he didn't suit up yesterday, or 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 did he suit up? I don't know. He didn't play. He was a, no, he was an actor. He was an inactive. He, he very much uh, earned that inactive. Very much earned that. He's earned it his whole his whole career. This is his second season. And I don't think he's if you ask me, I don't think he's ever earned <laughs> any of his starts. That was a surprise third round pick. Um, I don't know if Ryan Pose will be drafted next year. There's so much flux with this organization. But please, can somebody else evaluate the wide receiver position? I mean, Ryan Pose has made a mess of this. I like DJ Moore, but DJ Moore costs you a first round pick in a league where wide receivers are coming out and just lighting it up. Look at Tank Dell in Houston, uh, Jordan Addison. Uh, Rasheed Rice is really emerging as that tar- as that number two guy in that cheese offense. I mean, every week he's 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 getting a touchdown. Can we keep Ryan Poles away from whatever wide receiver evaluations we do? Because between Trading for Nikhil Harry last year in Chase Claypool. We lost two draft picks for that mess. And neither one, I don't think they combined for 20 catches, Nikhil Harry and Chase Claypool. And you signed Byron Pringle and Aquamia St. Brown. And oh, then you uh, uh, you draft Venus Jones. Um, haven't made a judgment on a Tyler Scott kid. He looks like a bona fide, legit NFL receiver, though. But keep Ryan Poles away from the wide receiver evaluations, please, for the love of God. No more for you. That's all I've been saying, man. Don't no more wide receivers. No more wide receivers that cost a lot. Just we got it. We got to do something else. And you brought him up. Chase Papel has one catch in three games with Miami. Uh, I think I was on YouTube or Google. You know how you get an algorithm and. What popped up, and I'm not even—I didn't even click it. Uh, Dolphins fans fed up with Chase Claypool. That's your problem now. <laughs> he, he's pissed off three historic franchises. Listen, that—that's—that's that's you all's problem. Uh, this is like when I was a kid. There was a movie came out called The Ring, and what it was—the premise of it was there was a cassette, and I guess uh, if I can remember correctly. I, I, before seven days, we'd either die or the little monster would come out the cassette. 
and and you passing it on so you can live. That's what Chase Claypool is. He's the ring. He's that cassette. <laughs> <laughs> God damn man. you, Steelers! <laughs> they got over, man. Them dudes. I think the league needs to investigate the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, and penalize them a draft pick next year. Because how dare you pass Chase Claypool off as a wide receiver and fix their lips? I wonder what their I wonder what their front office looked like when they got on the phone and they were like. Ryan Pauls wants to trade a second round pick for. Uh, I mean, they, that that is that is the heist of the century. They had to laugh and celebrate after they got off that phone call. And and you know you know who was else who else was laughing Green Bay because oh <laughs> they that, really that thought was, we wanted this guy <laughs> yeah yeah it was it's their fault we blame them and if you watch the uh, the broadcast the Carolina. The Carolina Bears game broadcast all the way through. Um, Tyson Badgett interview, and the fans, the fans let you know. Even though we're playing Carolina, even though we don't have Green Bay on the schedule for a, about a month, maybe month, yeah, about a month, month and a half, we still, we still let our feelings show. It's F, it's F Green Bay. Yeah. Oh yeah, F07, 365. Yeah. It's on site. It's no let up. You know, we you put some camera, you put some mics around, mics around the Bear fans. They're gonna say go Bears, Bear Down, and F Green Bay. One of those three things is gonna happen. Definitely agree. Middle finger to Green Bay. Bay. Yeah, all day. I did it's a tweet. Um someone saying Chase Claypool on back to back plays did not know this play. And made them call a timeout, and then false started on third and long. <laughs> Go, Chase. That, that sounds like Chase. I don't even. I, this this was the game against. I'm watching the clip. I'm what? This is the game against the Chiefs. Another guy responded to the uh, Chase Claypool tweet. I want my six rounder back. Mm-mm-mm. I want my second rounder back. Yeah, man. So we don't know what's going on with Chase. It's like it's just not. We know what's going on with Chase. We know what's going on. He's going back to Canada soon to compete in that CFL. Yeah, yeah. He, he I mean, he is from Canada. Maybe he does want to go back home. Maybe that's maybe that's what uh we get him get him right. A little uh, mm-hmm. trip back home. Well, he's dabbling and modeling this summer, and I think that I think that's where his future is because he he surely he surely doesn't want to play football. Three fan bases to tell you that, three fan bases and at least one one organization. I tell you that, yeah, football ain't football ain't in his future right now. Well, it's at least not one of those things he's in, he's interested in right now. The Bears have the mini buy after playing Thursday night football. We expect Justin Fields has put up four consecutive practices, or at least just walkthroughs, pretty much. So we can expect at another ten days of practice, he should be back to play Detroit Lions at Week Eleven. Yeah, I always uh, kind of felt like that was the realistic return date for him. Anyways, I felt like Thursday might be rushing it, uh, coming off a short week, you know, installing game plan and practices. So I always felt like uh, that that Lions game was going to be his first game back. Yeah, man. 
even though we went two and two this 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 time his time out uh i can't wait to see him back and he's got a gauntlet he's got detroit minnesota yeah. a bye detroit again then we get yeah. then we get to arizona and some other weak teams um over under how many incompletions does justin fields throw against detroit before your meathead fan base says put Bajan back in Ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to give it. I'm. I'm not going to give you incompletions. I know that's the question. Let's see if Getsy's calling the plays. I can probably. I can probably assume there's going to be twelve play pass plays called in the first half. Justin, I love you, but I'm. I'm. I'm not confident you can complete six of those. Uh, the Lions defense swarms you. They get after you. We saw Aiden Hutchinson last year uh, uh, in that game in Detroit. He was all over Justin. Right. He was all over Justin. Detroit's figured things out as a defense since that first meeting we had uh, with them, where Justin ran for about 150 yards. I think he put up four touchdowns. That's mm -hmm. not the same Detroit team. No. Not at all. And if so, I, I think that's six. So, to answer your question, I, I, that's six incompletions. Yeah. If they call, I, I expect 12 pass calls in, in the first half. Justin probably incomplete six of them. His first game back, and maybe some rust. Uh, I mean, 50%. Yeah, they're going to be calling. They're going to be calling for, they're going to be calling for Tyson to come back in. They're going to be calling for Tyson. But Tyson Badger in his in his four and a half games, he's the the his completion percentage was his lowest this past game against Carolina. Sixty percent yeah. was his lowest. Yeah, the performance has been it's, it's been different. He 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 plateaued. Yeah, his his completion percentage was seventy one and seventy two against uh, Minnesota and, and Las Vegas. Then 67 against everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. just allowed him anything he wants. These are these are good percentages. I don't want anybody to uh, yeah. you know get get, yeah. me, get me confused. They're good percentages. He's only thought his his average yard, um his average air, air yards, yards, his air yards are usually less than five yards. That's not good. That's pedestrian. It's less than that that's being, worse than not good. Calling it pedestrian is being generous. Yeah. I was trying to be generous. <laughs> um yeah, six it, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough the rest of this season, man. The, the narrative is already out there. And once the narrative is once the narrative has been pub published and, and circulated, the facts don't even matter at that point. No. The, the likelihood matter is, is you won't see Eberfuss, Getzi, or Fields next year. Or Bajan. Ooh. Ooh. You just threw you just threw a, a dead fish in my lap. Ah. Bajan too? Bajan too. If you get a new Ooh. if you get a new head coach, the first thing he's gonna want to do is he's gonna want to draft his own his own quarterback. And if he's an NFL head coach, for some reason, these guys love to bring in some backup that they've had in their system for years. A lot of Chase Daniels with with Navy. So 
you're likely to see some veteran retread who can bring a veteran voice to that quarterback's room. You're likely to see that when you, uh, when you replace Fields with a with a with a rookie. You're likely to go with some veteran. That a that a mess up. That irritate all of uh. That that'll irritate a lot of people in Bears Nation, probably Bears Nation Canada, uh, Bears Nation uh, Iowa, uh, Bears Nation uh, Southern Illinois. That Bears Nation Philadelphia. That'll ruffle some fellas feathers. Mm. Well, speaking of Bear Nation, I want to thank everybody for downloading, subscribing, sharing with a friend, rating and reviewing, and just keep keep the keep the downloads coming, keep it everything coming. We we appreciate all all the listens, all all the comments, everything. Shout out to all of Bear Nation around around the United States, around the world. Shout out to Bear Nation Australia. We appreciate all all the downloads and everything. Yes, sir. Um, We've got a, we've got a week and a half until our next next game, so be on the lookout for the next preview from me and Q. Bear down. Bear down. <laughs>